I do not see how a situation where Raj is going to be managing Ireland before Paulie. Paul's next. In my eyes, what's coming down the line, I would suggest that Raj might have to hold on. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. Full time here in the Gaelic grounds and the final score is 325 to 130. Limerick getting through it by one point. Uh, I said it after the Tipperary Limerick game last week to Tommy Walsh and I'll say the same to you. Some game that. <laughs> yeah, you can't beat a bit of Munster Championship. Um, look at, uh, again, a wild finish call to um, what was another, you know, just brilliantly entertaining Munster Championship game and, you know, it's delivered all year. Um, I mean, outside probably of the Cork-Waterford match, which was, I suppose, a damn squib and Clare Waterford was, was dull and dull as well. Outside of that, you know, pretty much everyone in the games have been, you know, one belter after another and, you know, I suppose coming into today, if you took the five meetings um, you know, between the top four sides, you know, two draws, two one-point wins, and, and the clear tip match was, you know, closer than the five-point margin separated the sides. So another one-point margin today just tells you how little there is between the top four, between the top four sides. But credit to Limerick, um, I suppose, for showing a lot of resilience, um, and credit to Cork for finding a way back into the game. There were seven points down, I think, with you know probably ten minutes left on the clock, and hadn't created a goal chance all day. Nicky Quaid didn't have a save to make up to that point, and Patrick Horgan. This was a ball broke in behind you. Felt he had to pull in the first time. He did. Nicky Quaid got a hurry to it. It crept over the line. Gave Cork a lifeline. And, and as I said, they showed massive resolve in a game when you know they were really struggling to win any kind of traction in their own half-forward line. Um, under real pressure on their own puck out. They were suddenly back to one and, and, and right in it. So, yeah, it, it, you know, a game that had absolutely everything. And um, Limerick, I suppose, look at showed again the champions that they are um, you know I mean Garod Hagerty after I think Darren Fitzgibbon or Hoggy had got it back to one mm. you know this, this minute 68-69 minute Hagerty goes up into the clouds comes down with the next puck out sticks it over the bar turns fist pump to the crowd and don't think that it didn't mean anything to him yeah. or, or to the rest of that Limerick team and uh, how good will they feel now um, the result in Thurles haven't gone their way and they're, they're back in the Munster final yeah I'd say, I'd say they, they're shocked that they're in the Munster final uh, John Kiley must be happy with the return he got from his midfield as well. Yeah, well, Limerick had 12 different scorers. Um, yeah. I mean, they shot 325 and had 14 wides, you know, and some of those misses, again, were, were characteristic. So, again, they got their 40 shots off and, and if they do that, they're, they're going to win the games. It's as simple as that. But I think the, the most pleasing thing for Kylie and Kinnert today would be the number of goal chances. I mean, they looked yeah. like, I mean, I think I counted seven. I mean, obviously, they, they scored three goals. But, um, you know, Patrick Collins, I think, in the eight minute pulled off a brilliant interception off Galan when it looked like all he had to do was put it into the back of the net he came off his line got a brilliant flick on it um, you know again there was there was one that Galan a pass that Galan overhit probably Tom Morrissey again Cork has taken it off the line and there was another bit of mess in the Cork full back line that Flanagan flashed it over the bar when again it could have been under the crossbar so there was huge space in front of that Cork full back line and Galan and Flanagan I thought looked looked like you know, they could get goals all, all, all day and they're both strong in the air, um, you know, Glenn, Glenn in particular. So that's really pleasing. But, you know, even Gerald Hagerty worked very hard today. Tom Morrissey has been the one guy in that Limerick half forward yeah. that's been consistently good. Again, he got through an amount of work today. Will O'Donoghue was back to his best in the middle of the field. Darrell Donovan got three points. And the half-back line, um, you know, Burns was man of the match. Uh, yeah. Kyle Hayes was, again, dominant on, on, on the other flank. And, uh, and the full-back line, you know, they didn't cough up really until Hoggy's goal chance um, probably a goal chance all, all, all afternoon maybe Conor Lahan had one at the end that, that he flashed wide but that was from a narrow angle so yeah look at huge positives for Limerick and, and, and Kylie but I think the one thing that you're looking for is you know you want the effort you want the desire from your players and there was plenty of evidence of that call today It's a ruthless business isn't it Cork exit the championship with two losses both lost 
both games lost by a point it's tough going isn't it like a lot of those lads now do you think will we see the likes of maybe Harnady will we see them take another year on even even Patrick Horgan well t- look, look, listen Harnady got four points in play today you know off that defence and, and Hoggy I think finished at 114 I think it was you know 1-3 from play so you know they, they were probably Cork's two They're best brilliant, forwards brilliant, they were yeah. Cork's two best forwards today and um, you know Darryl Fitzgibbon chipped in with four points in play as well um, you know Brian Roach was probably quite today Dickie Dalton quite maybe again given jobs to do maybe in terms of trying to you know, Cortelis was maybe the the you know the runs forward of Barry Nash maybe and and um, and, and and Hayes, but uh, yeah, certainly look at Hoggy and and uh, and Harry certainly didn't let Cork down today, and they they were the two guys taking the fight right to the end to Limerick. And in fairness to Hoggy, you know, pressure freeze every one of those frees you know counted, um, and he nailed every one of them in the second half and came out again and, and nailed one from distance into a stiff breeze. So look at he he gave it all for the Cork jersey today and got nothing like the same same type of service or quality ball in front of him that for example Glenn and Flanagan got at the, got at yeah. the other end so um, yeah I mean again you know Pat Ryan his side gave it everything and uh, you know he couldn't ask for any more than that and certainly you know Cork were very very close and he'll know that um, and that was without as well Robbie O'Flynn Mark Coleman obviously out, out for the year so those guys have, got, have to come back into it so Cork Cork are not far away Yeah, um, it's, it's, been a, it's been a good first year for Pat hasn't it? It, it has but I suppose listen, it's a results based business and, yeah. and ultimately he and his players will be bitterly disappointed I mean they came to Limerick to win the game today they came up short probably that that you know, third quarter, um, you know, where, you know, Limerick got seven clear. Um, you know, the same thing happened in Ennis where, you know, again, they let Clare get away and then it's a huge effort to, 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 to drag it back. Um, but look, at they lost both games by, by, by a point. Yeah. Um, and and they, are, they are close. And Pat Ryan, as I said, can take, I think, a lot of positives from the way his side all year long have stayed in the fight. Even in league matches, you know, in Ennis, um, in Salt Hill and Galway, you know, where things look to be going against them and yet, you know they, they they fought the fight right to the bit right to the bitter end, and um, you know even Parry Power came off the bench, won an unbelievably hard ball for a free mm. at the end that again was vital in, in in terms of giving them a chance at the end. You know Brian Roach has had a good year, um, you know at the back, um, you know again Jeremy Lurk I thought was excellent today, and and Kieran Joyce was I thought absolutely aligned the heart of the Cork defence. So lots of positive for Pat, Pat Ryan, but as I said at the same time huge disappointment that they that they they're out of the Munster Championship today was today was brilliant 325 130 I mean it was hard to keep track of it there was so much so much happening on the pitch and uh, and credit to Waterford nobody saw that result happening down in uh, down in Turles but clearly the Waterford players you know had a good hard look at themselves um, and as I said to win that game by six it has to be I suppose tipping the big losers um, on the yeah. back of that that you know okay they're, they're out they've got the third place and, and obviously their championship season goes on but I'd imagine Liam, Liam Cat and the players uh, ultimately, it's about silverware, and yeah. you know they've 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 failed to make the monster final. That has to be bitter disappointing for them. Yeah, I know it's it, we can't analyse a game that we haven't seen because it was on at the same time as this. But what do you think happened there? Could it, could have been a sense of complacency, maybe from Tipperary. You know, like every single uh, pundit that I heard during the week was saying that this was the fight for third place. And it's going to be a tip Clare Munster final. And that just did not happen. Whatever happened down in Turles today, uh, it, was a, it is a big loss, as you said. It, it is, yeah. But Colin, I mean, like we all made assumptions coming in today. I mean, we all assumed that Wexford had zero form and that, you know, Kilkenny, you know, would go down to Wexford Park and, and win that match. We all assumed that Galway 
okay, Cahal Mannion and Brian Concannon didn't start, and I felt that you know they're probably two of their three best forwards, and they phone O'Donnell, but the shackles on Conor Whelan, you're wondering, you know, um, you know, would Dublin have a chance? But I still expected Galway to win that one, and that was a draw. Uh, Westmead, then you're you're thinking at home, you know, given. I suppose they were buoyed after last week. They couldn't afford not to win if Wexford did win the match and Antrim came down and did a number on them. So yeah. there was unbelievable drama here. But in terms of, you know, to go back to your question about Tip, how much did the Limerick game take out of them last week? And um, mm. and someone made the point to me that, you know, every time you play Limerick, it's extra physical, I suppose, given the size of the team, given the players they have in that middle third, Kyle Hayes, you know, Willow Dunahoo, Tiermit Burns, you know, Garrod Hagerty, Tom Morrissey, you know, Dan Morrissey. These guys hit hard, you know, Mike Casey. And uh, and physically, you know, you, you, you just wonder, again, did Tip obviously had to go into the well last week and, and, and you know, were they tired? And obviously Watford had the, had the week off. And obviously the way things ended up under Liam last year in Watford, um, you know, maybe the Watford players felt that, uh, you know, they wanted to maybe prove something. And I suppose, listen, they were probably pilloried after the Clare performance as well and, and, and not showing up really against Cork either. So... You know, you got to give Davy Fitz credit, yeah. and um, and I would have been critical of him after the clear match in the sense that some of the match-up star lines on Tony Kelly didn't make sense. Connor Prunty bombing forward into the half-forward line, I just thought that it didn't, it didn't make any sense a lot of what Watford seemed to be doing. But uh, clearly, they had two weeks to to get themselves right, um, and they did. And hats off to them because. You know, nobody gave them a, gave them a chance, yeah. and um, and to win the game by six, there was no fluke about it. They were seen to be in control from the off, and uh, and they saw it out. And as I said, you know, I questioned, you know, whether maybe Davy had a future in Watford um, after the Clare match. Mm. Um, I think a lot of the Watford hurling public that weren't going to the games uh, weren't behind the team that they had maybe given up on, on, on that project they, they might be going in a different direction but clearly that's got to be re- revisited now because the players obviously played for the jersey and for Davy today and um, you know they, they've thrown a curveball that none of us saw coming yeah well I tell you what it's, it's hard to even process what we just saw there today I think it's crazy day yeah, <laughs> yeah crazy, crazy crazy day call and, and huge drama in Leinster I mean that no, yeah. one, no one foresaw what it served up and uh, and Wexford I mean Wexford were down deep into that game um, I mean you know we were listening to it on the way on the, on the way into the game and uh, you know um, the, the I know it was a party Mulcahy was was really into it uh, doing the commentary on yeah. RT and it was it seemed to be a crazy match but I think there were nine goals in it and Wexford had to go to the well and dig deep and massive credit to Darregan because you know for Wexford to be playing Joe McDonough next year would have been yeah. inconceivable um, you know I saw them four times last year they, they could have beaten they got a draw with Galway were maybe lucky should have beaten Dublin um, beat Kilkenny in Nolan Park and, and obviously you know took the clear could clear right down to the wire and could have won that quarter final in Turles and so showed last year that on their day if their best players performed they could live with anybody so um, for them as said to be in, in the Joe McDonough next year would have been a massive yeah. step backwards for them so huge credit to Dara and, and the Wexford players um, you know for as I said really finding something when they had no form and no confidence to take into the game but their record against Kenny has been brilliant you know? yeah. I think they've won three of the last six meetings a draw and lost narrowly in the other two so huge huge result for them and you know they're one of the big winners even though they're out of the championship they're still one of the big winners of the of, of the day Cork to a lesser extent Tip and Westmeath um, probably the losers Dublin you know could have beaten yeah, Galway they could've, yeah, they could've. And, uh, but they're still, they're still in the quarter final they've got that third place and will have to be respected given what we saw today the championship so far has really you know like this being on the final day there's been so much drama it's been like the premiership between relegation and you know uh, your your top four and your top threes and all that uh, it's been just fantastic and it's not even June yet so. yeah and, and we're down to nine matches now okay 
two of those you'd imagine and, and the, the Joe McDonough was an unbelievable final yesterday yeah. I didn't see it but by all accounts a, a, an unbelievable match um, there's two preliminary quarterfinals and you, you'd assume that you know Tip and uh, and Dublin will, will, will take care of business and, and, and get over Carlo you'd and, hope uh, anyway but now, you, you, now after hope, today yeah. you can assume nothing yeah. <laughs> but after, after that it's down to seven matches yeah. you know, you've got your two quarterfinals your, you know, your, your, your semi-finals um, you know your Ireland final and obviously the two provincial finals to, 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 to come but yeah it's just it just feels in a way that there's only seven matches left or seven, seven to nine matches left given the season we've had but uh, yeah look at Hurling in a great place and um, credit to the, the managements and the players for what they've served up and the, and the physical condition that these guys have got themselves yeah. into the skill level everything about it has been magical and uh, you know we're just so lucky to have it yeah well uh, full time here in the Gaelic grounds uh, 325 to 130 what a game we've witnessed what a Munster championship we've witnessed and there is still a final to go thank you very much Jesse